0: Hey everybody, Sonny here. Before we get to the show, I just to remind you all where you can listen to my podcast, Castle Chats. I'm on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more streaming platforms. I'm even on YouTube. With YouTube, just search for Castle Chats, and every episode of my show is up there on YouTube. And now, on with the show. and welcome to Castle Loud Chats, a podcast dedicated to Nickelodeons, the Grande's and the Loud House Universe. And I'm your host, Sunny. And welcome to episode 34 of Castle Loud Chats. And today we have some very exciting things to talk about on the show. We're going to talk about the brand new episodes of the Loud House and the Grande's that came out during Friday. Some brand new episodes so that are very exciting. Uh, and of course, we have some news to talk about with the various shows, of course. But today I'm actually not alone in talking about all the brand new episodes of of the Loud House and the Grande today. I have a very special guest who will be here today. A first-time guest, in fact. This person I've known for a very long time, the fandom, but known them on Twitter as Gravity Ferb or Ryan. Welcome to my show, Ryan.
1: Thank you, Sony. I really enjoyed your introduction. It's really great to be on your podcast since I've known you, I've been friends with you for such a long time. Like I think we got into the Loud House so around the same time, like around the summer of 2016. I'm very thankful to have met you through the show and that we've stayed into the Laudos for so long that we've had stayed friends for so long since you're, you're definitely one of my best friends and one of the biggest Laudos and Casagorne's fans I know
0: Wow thank you very much yeah it's so cool to actually have someone else has been in the fandom as long as I have because I've been in for like since the beginning well not like in the middle of season one but it's so crazy how we're still here like season 5 has just begun and we're probably gonna be here for a while because we have season six coming up eventually. So isn't that crazy that we've been here for a long time with the show?
1: Yes, yeah, like we've both have been there since the first season. And Like I don't think I couldn't when I got fell in love with the show like in two thousand sixteen. I don't I couldn't don't think I could have ever had seen it like going on for at least six seasons and like getting a spinoff and a podcast and all this success of the show really does deserve. Like I think it definitely does deserve to have stayed the. The highest rated kids show for almost half a decade now.
0: Yeah it's just it's crazy I just never thought I'd be here as long as I have at doing this, this show as well and inviting people like you onto the show like fans of the show. So Ryan there's probably people out there who don't know who you are so I'd like you to give a little introduction about yourself to our audience so tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Sure my name is Ryan I i actually just turned 23 the season five premiered with Schooled one day before my my birthday actually my birthday's on oh. september 12th so i i just turned 23 so i currently go to i go to college i'm i'm most likely going to be gra- actually going to be graduating in the in the spring of 2021 so i'm looking forward to doing that so aside from the Laudos and the casa grande I'm i'm like you sonny i'm also really big a really big disney fan as well and i'm also since i know you recently got into it i'm also a, a big fan of the simpsons as well mm. so i, I I'm a big Simpsons fan like you, so we definitely have a lot of things in common.
0: Yeah, I can't. Are you looking forward to season thirty-two? I am.
1: <laughs> have <laughs> yes, you kept I, up? <laughs> I have. Yes, I've watched every season from season twenty-eight was when I started watching the like the new episodes live as they premiered. So I pretty much like pretty much the Simpsons, is, along with the Loud and the garnets are some of the shows I like. Make sure to never miss a new episode of.
0: Yeah, I just got into it recently. I just got into it in the summer, so I've been skipping around because, of course, Bart became my favorite character, so people started recommending episodes about him to me, so I've, like, skipped through different seasons, but I've tried to stay in order, but I've watched season 31 to get ready for season 32, but I'm still in, like, season 8 as of right now. I haven't finished binging the show yet, so you know, but I'm ready for season 32, that's for sure. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, like, you're also about the same age as I am. I'm 24. You said you're going to graduate next year. I'm hopefully going to graduate college next year, too. So it's kind of cool we're still in the same age range there. And we're into, you know, these shows that are mainly for kids. But, you know, I think it doesn't matter if you're a kid or not. These shows, especially The Last of the Grande's, are so enjoyable for anyone.
1: Yes, I, I agree. I think they're great shows like anyone at any age can can enjoy like I'm sure a lot, a lot of other adults, and I know there's a lot of people our age are like young adults that that still really enjoy watching a lot of. Since I'm friends with some other people that are about our age that in the fandom.
0: Yeah, so it's really cool we have a variety of people into the show. And of course, today we're going to be talking about The Loud House and the Casa Grandes, the brand new episodes that came out. Of course, we just started season five, so that's very exciting. And we have a few of the last episodes of season one of the Casagrandes to look forward to. But we do have some exciting news to talk about. So Ryan, are you ready to talk about some exciting news for these shows?
1: I definitely am.
0: All right, let's get into some CASA news! I Alright, so this week we are going to get more brand new episodes of The Loud House and The Grande's premiering on Friday at 7pm Eastern Standard Time like last time. And we have two brand new episodes of The Loud House and two brand new episodes of The Grande's. The two brand new Loud-, Loud House episodes are going to be Strife for the Party and Colonel of Truth. The one is about Lola and Lana's birthday party and the one uh, Colonel of Truth is going to be about Lincoln joining the news crew. Uh, Ryan, are you excited f- for these new Loud House episodes coming up this week?
1: I am yes. I think that I think that Lola and Lana like work really well together. Like I think episodes like patching things up and sister act one of the more recent episodes showed they have really great chemistry together. And I'm like from what it showed up like in the promo they showed like Lola really planning her party. So I think that episode's gonna be really great. And then so far I've really liked how we've seen Lincoln and then also Clyde, Liam, Zach, Rusty, and Stella in, in middle school. So far, so I think that that episode will be really fantastic as well.
0: So yeah, yes, I absolutely agree. I'm really excited for these episodes, especially the Lola and Lana episode. The twins episodes always seem to hit really well. Like, I liked Sister Act of Season 4. I think that was a fun episode. But the fact that we're getting a birthday episode, one that'll, like, you know, highlight them aging up in the show, because, of course, Season 5 is focused on the characters aging up, it's really cool So that we're getting what what will probably be Lola and Lana turning 7. So I think that'll be that's gonna be really
1: cool. I think so too, and and it will be interesting to see like an episode about like a loud sibling having a having a birthday. Since we, I don't think we've really had one. With it. Like we've had Lynn senior and, and Rita have birthdays, and we did have, have like in the whole picture like Lincoln recreate like birthday memories. But I don't think we've actually have ever had an episode where like a loud sibling ages up. So I think this should be really cool.
0: Yeah, because especially when we heard about season six, they said there's going to be more birthday episodes, and we're getting this one this season, so I'm wondering if we're going to get even more birthday episodes this season, and then eventually keep doing that with season six, because that's what they said for season six, so I'm not sure who else is going to get a birthday episode this this season, but the fact that Lola and Lana are getting one is going to be really, really interesting, that's for sure.
1: I think so, too.
0: And I'm also excited, of course, for the Lincoln and Friends one, the one where they're like trying to solve a mystery about like missing popcorn or something. Because, uh, of course, I love the Lincoln episode we're going to talk about later and Lincoln's my favorite character. So the fact that he's getting another episode with his friends is going to be really fun.
1: I think so, too. And I also like the episode that they did last year and season. The plot sounds a little bit similar to the one they did about a year ago in October for season four, the one where they trying to find the the music box, and yes. I really like that, that episode a lot, too, so I think I'll probably enjoy this one as well. Yeah,
0: Tales of Woe. That was the Stella episode. I like that one, too. So, it's cool, because I thought that Lincoln was going to, like, join the news crew and make some new friends, but seeing, because we got a promo that I'll link in the description of this podcast, we got a promo for these new episodes, that Lincoln's friends are going to be in the episode, so they're probably going to join the news crew with him, you know, to, to help him out and stuff, so it's always nice to see Lincoln and his friends up to their fun shenanigans, you know?
1: (laughs) Yes, I I agree. I think that Stella's a really great addition to their group. So I I think it's great that, like, especially since Ronnie Anne moved moved away, that Stella's a great addition to their their group, and I'm glad that she's a big part of the show.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Stella's really stepped up as a character. I love her a lot, but I'm glad that she's just one of the guys, you know? Like, she's just a friend in their group and not, like, you know, with anybody, you know? But I'm just glad that, like, she's a great addition, you know, and she's really contributed a lot to their friend group.
1: Yeah, but I definitely agree.
0: And then, of course, we're getting two brand new episodes of the Casa Grandes. We're getting the Bobby episode called "Boo Business, where he starts a new business. And then, of course, we're getting Blunder Party, which is the Roddy and Sid sleepover episode with her, their friends. Are you excited for these Casa Grande episodes, too?
1: I definitely am. The, the promo was pretty interesting. Like, I rem- it had, like like, Bobby and a abuelo like like rap yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> i i was so confused at that part like what is happening
1: <laughs> yeah. and then I, I was like like, like Sir, sergio i i assume he's probably part of it as well as I, I saw him like working like like a, a record machine so i i assume he's, he's probably helping them with like the rapping
0: yeah and then we also saw Roddy and her friends dancing together, because I thought the sleepover episode was just going to be a Roddy and sid episode, but seeing that their friends are also going to be part of it makes sense too, so it'll be nice to see Roddy and her friends all together trying to have a sleepover, but of course it seems that Carl and Adelaide, who's going who's gonna, to, you know, we we're, we were going to talk about that episode with them, are also going to be in this episode causing trouble, so that's going to be really interesting.
1: I think that the Casa crew might be playing out like Carl and Adelie become good friends because of what we saw in the description for this episode and, of course, what we saw in Uptown Funk, which we'll get to pretty soon.
0: Yeah, like I talked about on the, uh, I forgot to plug this in the beginning, but I did another Casa Live session with Sarin, Nat, and Nate of the Fa- Loud House of Casa Grande fan page, which, you know, to kind of promote that for the gang. We have our own Discord Discord server now where we'll do updates on those, and we're probably going to do them very frequently nowadays. We've really enjoyed doing those live sessions, and it's been really cool collaborating with Sarin and the guys to do that. So, uh, as I said on there... They've really been hyping up Carl and Adelaide since the beginning, because, like, in How to Train Your Carl, she was like, oh, Carl, look at the thing and stuff, and she, I don't know, they've, always, they've been hyping up Carl and Adelaide as a pairing, so the fact we got an episode with them, which we'll talk about later, and they're going to be in this episode together causing more trouble, they said they'd really be hyping up this friendship between Carl and Adelaide.
1: I think so as well. Like, I don't know if after this episode we'll see any more of it in season one since there will only be like a few episodes. I, I definitely think in season two we'll probably see Carl and, a lot of Carl and Natalie episodes and moments.
0: Yeah, definitely. And we're going to talk about those final Casa Grande episodes that were just announced today. But before we do that, I just want to jump over to today. The Loud House and the Casa Grandes posted the title cards for both episodes, which they both look really nice. Do you, What do you think of the the... What do you think of the title cards that just came out, say, for these new episodes?
1: I really like them. I think that the Lados and Casagrande's crew always do really do an outstanding job with the the title cards. Like, I like how the Lados they always manage to find a place to put, to put Link in and in there. And the Casagrande's title cards are really cool, too. And I think that they definitely set up what we... I think the title cards and the promos always give us a good idea of, like, what to really expect in an episode. And I definitely think that these ones are no exception.
0: Yeah, and before we head over to the Casa Grande episodes that we just announced, I forgot to point out that we also got an exclusive sneak peek of the new episode with Casa Grande's boo-boo business, where um, Daniel Day Kim is going to be voicing a new character on the show, Mr. Hong, for that episode. Oh, where was I? Oh yes, yes. Yeah, so everybody, don't forget, there's going to be a brand new episodes of The Loud House and The Casa Grande premiering this week at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't miss them. They're the same time they were last week. All right, so yeah. let's move on to brand new episodes that were just announced for the Casa Grandes. So we now have the final two episodes of Casa Grande season one to complete season one. We just heard about them this week. So the first episode that was just announced is going to be a special. It is going to be a special. Uh, it is going to be called Cursed. So the scripture for Curse says, celebrity, psych- uh, celebrity Psychic Ernesto Estrella deems Great Lake City to be bad luck and Abuela believes him. So Ryan, what do you think about this? We're getting another Casa Grande special and Ernesto, who is in a very special episode that I enjoy very much, is coming back. What do you think about this special?
1: I think it's great. I think that the specials are always fantastic since it gives them time to, to do a longer story. And I like that the Grande's did it right Away, like the loudest, and didn't do it until season two with uh 11 us Leaping, the first episode of season two. But I like that the Cosmic Guardians is doing it twice since we had this and then Operation Dad around the middle of the season. and I de- bet you're definitely excited that a character from your favorite episode of the show and probably your favorite episode from any TV show is coming back. Since I know you really, really, really love the horoscope,
0: I do, <laughs> and I was talking about in the Casa live session, but. They, it probably won't happen, but if they if they were to reference Horoscope in this episode, I would probably lose my mind. You know, like, maybe they drop something, like, Rodney would say, like, Oh, blah." Well, 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 don't believe everything Ernesto says. He's told me that I was gonna find true love, but that didn't happen, of, of course. But, you know, I, it's wishful thinking. I, yeah, I just, I, I don't know if they will reference that episode in this episode. Probably not. But the fact that Ernesto was from the Horoscope... And he's gonna be in this episode. I don't know. It it, pro- it probably won't happen. <laughs> I,
1: I don't think so either. But It would be <laughs> cool if it didn't. I, I know that like both of our our good friend Natalie Wyoming Parmigian, I know that she did a like a, a live reaction to the horoscope one, yeah. and it would it would be pretty. Since I know you would be really happy if that happened, it would be pretty cool if, if you did a a live reaction to, to this special. Oh my it, gosh happening
0: you know like only if i find out the link is in the special then i'll do a live reaction (laughs) then i'll lose my mind you know but again probably won't happen but whatever but yeah i'm really really excited i knew we're gonna get another casa grande special but this is something i never thought they would do in the show And I know some people were saying that, like, oh, this is just the Casagrande version of no such luck with bad luck and stuff. But Abuela's always been interested. Rosa's always been interested in the supernatural and believes in the supernatural. So it's understandable that she would think that the entire city is bad luck. But, you know, you you can't just leave a city thinking that it's bad luck. So I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know whether she's just going to try to, like give everybody good luck charms or potions or whatever she's going to try to do to cure the city of bad luck. But, you know, i am really, I'm really excited about the special.
1: Yeah. I think, I think a lot of some cost crew do a really good job with like using their time with that 22 minute special, like operation dad, which is a only cost special we had so far was an, was a good example of this. And still like after over three years since the air, like 11 miles leaping in the loudest mission relative chaos, which was the first two 20. Two-minute episodes of *The Loud House* are still my top five favorite episodes of the show after over three years now. So the the *Loud House* cast crew do a really great job with using the time for the specials, and I bet that this episode won't be an exception to that.
0: I agree. I have mixed feelings on *Operation Dad*, so I'm hoping this one will be a little better than that special. But you know, to each his own. And then. We now have the last episodes of season one announced for the Casa Grande's after that special. So we're going to get two episodes for the last uh, episodes of season one of the Casa Grande, which is going to be Love's Got What's Love Gato do with it and Dial M for Mustard. So what's Love Gato do it is after a magician hypnotizes Bobby into thinking he's a cat, the family needs to snap him out of it. So Ryan, what do you think of this premise?
1: Oh wait, so I think that to be honest with you, when I first heard the description of this episode that what for some reason I thought of the Latus episode garage band where Lisa used that device to to get the the mice out of the garage and she hypnotized Lenny. So since and since Bobby and Lenny like seem to have a lot of things in have so seem to have some things in common, I I thought about that episode for some reason, but I don't I think like this sounds like a an interesting premise for an episode, and I'm sure that the well, House and the, the Coscari's crew will be able to pull this off and make it and make it work. But I think it will definitely be an interesting episode to see, and probably a great first segment of the first season finale.
0: You know, I hate to be the negative Nancy, but when I first heard this episode, I'm like, excuse me, <laughs> we're getting okay. So you know, I've I've been excited about what's going to be the final the finale of season one. The finale of season one is going to be a magician hypnotizes Bobby into thinking he's a cat. Really? (laughs) That's what you're going for? I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't, it sounds so odd, you know? Like, I get it because, you know, the Custard Grandes they've had, you know, Ernesto in the show and magic and stuff. And, of course, Rosa believes in everything, of course. We'll have the curse special. But this is so odd. And I was just thinking about, like, if this is their way of getting the gang of cats back into the show, why does it have to be this? <laughs> I don't know. It uh, just, it's so odd to me. It just seems like a weird idea for a premise, you know?
1: Reality re- is like, Bobby ends up bringing cats to the, the building. Like, there are all those cats in the, like, Haskarni's first appearance in the Lush and relative chaos.
0: Yeah, it's just... I don't know what to expect from this episode. It just seems like an odd episode to end the show with, and also because we've seen to have a, we've been having a lot of Bobby episodes lately. Even though I feel like we haven't had a, a lot of them, it's just like it feels like Bobby's got a lot of attention, a lot of episodes. So the fact where anyone would like Bobby thinks is a cat is just really really strange.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's definitely a strange. I have faith in the career. They'll be off.
0: And now we finally know the last episodes of this season of the la- of Casa Grandes, which is going to be Dial M for Mustard. Ronnie and her friends uncover a town mystery, Brittle's missing hot dog cart. So this episode definitely reminds me of Tales Well in the Loud House. It feels like a Wake of the Friends episode for sure. What do you think about this final episode of the Casa Grandes?
1: I think it sounds like a good way to end the season since, you know, Ronnie Ann's the star of the show and if this episode gives us like more of an like we in season one we did see a lot of her with Sid but we didn't see like a lot of her other friends from the academy we only saw them in like two episodes I can think of like and if we saw her like in some of her friends with like some of the clubs so we saw her in from the episode the two of clubs I think this could be a really good episode and hopefully give us a really good look at what season two will be like if they do more episodes with Ronnie and like with more of her friends just Sid like kind of like in the Loud House season one where like Lincoln the main episodes are Lincoln were him and Clyde and starting in season two, they started doing more episodes with him, with Clyde and also rusty Zach and Liam.
0: Yeah. It's been really cool that like, you know, Sid, maybe running his best friend, but they've also been adding Samir, Casey, Nikki, and also us, uh, Layered as uh, to just to kind of give Roddy and the same amount of friends in her friend group as Lincoln has. So you know, I'm really I'm excited for this one of course because I love Roddy, and so I'm glad that she the last episode is gonna be focused on her and her friends. But it just feels kind of like this is just I feel like this this could be just a Lincoln episode in the Loud House, you know. So I mean, it's it's gonna be fun, that's for sure. I'm I'm looking forward to it.
1: I think so too. I think that this should give us a good look at to what season two will be like and who knows maybe the bobby episode will be the same thing as well maybe we'll show like what what bobby will be like and like what his future will be like going forward into season two like i guess it'll be interesting i probably should have said this when we talked about the episode but maybe they'll have like Lori help him help him out like maybe she'll come from college to help him out but i'm not sure but it'll be interesting to see
0: Yeah, because we saw in school that Bobby appeared in school to help Laurie move in, and I've said it before, and I'm still thinking it's going to happen, but we don't know yet with season two, or we don't know anything about season two yet, is that Laurie's going to make a lot more appearances in the Casagrandes than this season, because she had two appearances, but I think she'll be there more frequently now that she's closer to the city and to see Bobby more often, so We'll see her in the Loud House sometimes, but I think now she's going to try... I think she's going to move her to the Casa Grande's in Season 2, but if they're going to do that, they're going to have to mo- age up the Casa Grande's. and we still don't know if they're doing that, but because Bobby's appeared in the Loud House with Lori in school, that means he's aged up in the show, so they have to age up the Casa Grandes for Season 2 to make that work, you know?
1: Yeah, so I could see them doing that, I guess. Probably the biggest... Like, so far, from what we've seen in the a lot of us the biggest change has probably been like outside of Lincoln going to to middle school and Lori going to the college probably the biggest change is Lily like she got like a brand new outfit like she got like a shirt and and shorts instead of just like her usual diaper so I guess it would be interesting to see if like Carlitos if he gets a new outfit if they decide to age up the Casagrines during season two
0: yeah, so it's it's crazy that season one is gonna be almost over. I mean, we're, we've got these last episodes of Casa Grande season one, and then season two is possibly gonna air in October, because so far we only know that Canada got an air day for October 24th, and that means we have to air so like season two as soon as season one is over. So, Ryan, I wanna ask you for the Casa Grandes. What have been your overall thoughts about season one? Did you enjoy the spinoff? Like, did you enjoy the episode, the overall show of season one? What did you think about the Casagrandes as a whole?
1: If I'm being completely honest, I absolutely love the show. Like, Ronnie Anna's like, ever since she first debuted in season one, she's honestly has always been my favorite character who isn't part of the Loud family. So, like, ever since they first announced this spinoff, like, back in February 2018, I've always been really, really excited for it, and like when it finally came in October, I was just so thankful that this is probably like a, I think a rare example of a spinoff that's just as good as its as its predecessor was. So, so overall, I've, I've really loved the Cosmic Guardians. I, I like that the that the series have gotten them a chance to get more screen time and to develop them more. And I think it's just as great, funny, and fantastic as the Loud House is. So, I a, a very rare except example I can think of of a spin-off being just as good if not maybe even better than its predecessor so I definitely love the Casagrande season 1 and I hope that season 2 will be just as good and I bet we'll probably get a season 3 announcement either right before season 2 like we had the lot of season 6 before season 5 or very shortly after and I'm glad that the show's been getting very high ratings like it's already the second or third most popular kid show on, show on Nickelodeon so I'm very thankful for the Casagrande's and for its well deserved success
0: absolutely I'm going to echo that too I mean of course before I before the show was called Casa Loud Chats, my show was called Casa Grande Chats because I just wanted to focus on the Casa Grandes because Rodian has always been my favorite character next to Lincoln. So the fact that she got an entire show with her family that fleshed her out and fleshed her whole family out has been wonderful. I mean, this show has really meant a lot to me, of course, because, had Rodian's my favorite, but, you know, I've loved seeing the development of Bobby from just being Lori's boyfriend to Carl taking over shows, Sergio, and all the characters who have developed in the show. And, of course, Sid coming in, and just the show has been wonderful. Like you said, it's just as great as the Loud House, you know, that also factors into some people who were in the Loud House working on the Casa Grande's, of course, who make it just as great as the original show. And of course, having, you know, the, the crossover and continuity with the main show really makes both of these shows so equal to each other, you know. I mean I would say like with the Casa Grande's their title cards are better than the Loud Houses, you know, because they're much they're very beautiful. But both shows are just so great. So it's crazy that season one is just ending soon and we're gonna get season two right around the corner. And we don't we don't know anything about season two yet or what's gonna happen with season two. And yeah, I totally believe we're gonna get a season three. Absolutely. Like I've I no doubt we're getting a season three. They're going to do exactly what they did with the Loud House and just announce it, like, two or three days before season two comes out. They're like, guys, season three is coming. I think it, I think it's happening, for sure.
1: I think so, too, plus, like, Paper Cuts already has graphic novels planned, which we're up to, like, volume 10 of the Loud House. Hopefully the Cuts will have a good run of comics on something. I just thought about this. Actually, I remember I getting, like, flashbacks on so the Loudest Mission first premiered in 2017. Like, I actually... I remember, like, like the ending was so emotional, I actually, like, I cried about it. So I, I guess that just goes to show you, like, how much I really cared about Bobby and Ronnie, and, like, they, they've all always have honestly been my favorite characters from the Loud like, are part of, like, the Loud family themselves, and I remember being, like, a little bit nervous that this episode might have been th- their, like, their final appearance, or that they wouldn't be getting very much appearances in the Loud going forward, but I'm so thankful that I was wrong that they not only did get more appearances, but they got their own show, so I'm yeah, overall, I'm very, very thankful for that, Costar, I can't wait to see what the future holds in store for the, this amazing show.
0: Yeah, just... I Same here. Like, I thought that last mission or Relative Chaos was going to write them off the show, but then they were like, no, no, we're not doing that, you know, because we know how popular Roddy is as a character. We're going to give her and Bobby more appearances, but then, of course, give them their own show. And I'm glad that, like, you know, because they have their own show they're not, like, separated from the Loud House. You know, we've had Lincoln and Lori come into the show because, you know, those relationships with Roddy and Bobby are super important to the universe is connecting. And also, you know, we've had, like, the, the one episode with Curl where, like, you know, Carl ended up at the Loud House and they've you know, referenced stuff on the Loud House like them watching Dreamboat and stuff. So they're still very faithful to both shows as, like, we're not going to separate it. We know that they're 2 they're they 2 they, they, cooperate together. They they live in harmony somehow. And even with The Loud House, we're going to get crossover episodes with the Casagrandes as well as Season 5, so they're not going to forget that. It's kind of important to have both shows connect in in some way, but also separate them where they can be their own things. Even if we've had episodes of The Casagrandes that kind of felt like The Loud House too, but you know, I've just, I've loved this show. I've been so happy that it's you know, been a thing. And the anniversary is coming up in a month which is crazy,
1: you know? So it's crazy that CM1's yeah, anniversary to... is sued. Yeah, it's hard to believe. that On the 14th is the first uh, anniversary when it officially appeared, and actually a little bit sooner than that, they, since I remember they released Going Overboard on their YouTube channel yes. before them, so we got to do it a little bit earlier. And I I think I said this on Twitter, like my un- most unpopular Nickelodeon opinion, but I still hold to it that the grinds is definitely my favorite Nickelodeon spinoff of all time and definitely one of the top five... But, like, definitely one of the best shows they've ever done yet, and we're only in season one, so, yeah, overall, like, I really love season one, I and I'm betting that just, like, the loudest, the like, Goss will probably improve with each, with pretty much each season.
0: Yeah, absolutely, like, I'm really excited to see what they'll do for season two, but it's been really great having this show, and hopefully these last episodes of season one will really deliver, especially curse, like, that, that, that special I'm just so looking forward to, and I don't know what's gonna happen, but I'm really looking forward to that, and all these last episodes. Alright, so that's all the news except for some final news with the Loud House and Casa Grande's YouTube page. So we've had a little bit of updates from the Loud House and Casa Grande's YouTube page. That I always like to highlight. So the first update we had since I last talked about it was the Loud House ABCs video, which they highlighted a bunch of stuff which going through the alphabet, which is pretty cool. Then we had a she made a lie detector House of Lies clip from the Loud House. Then we had the loudest uh, Loud House moments part two, which is just like them highlighting some really like crazy moments with the loud family you know going all nuts and loud of course and then uh today we or yesterday we had anytime carlitos copies someone that speeds up a clip from copycat from the casa grandes so ryan do you watch any of the content from the loud house and casa grande's youtube page and do you enjoy the content they post
1: i very much do i think it's great to have especially while the shows aren't like like sometimes a show they haven't done this. But like this month, like for the first time since november they're having like two episodes of both shows in the same night in a row but sometimes but previously we've had we usually had like one week of new episodes for the laudas and the cost grandis each month then we'll have the, the shows on hiatus for about three weeks so i think that these are definitely good to have while the shows are on hiatus and i think that it's definitely good to give us some like a, expanded content and i'm all i'm always for more laudas and cost grandis content so i definitely really love these youtube videos and the compilations are Little compilations they do are really great, and of course, I love the the podcasts are great. And like they kind of like they kind of like narrate that their own episodes of the po- podcast, but they've done like really cool visuals on the on the YouTube channel. So I I definitely really love the Lattice Coscarnas YouTube channel. It's it's probably one of the YouTube channels I watch the most. I like how frequently they. Upload new videos and I hope they definitely continue that
0: yeah me too like I can't wait for the podcast to come back because we heard that the podcasts are renewed so we don't know whether what we don't know when uh La- a familiar sounds and listen out loud are coming back but I'm real excited for those to return
1: me too I've enjoyed listening to the us podcast for the past three years and Cascara for the past year I think that they're definitely great with giving these like expanding on the characters even more than what we've seen in the show
0: Yeah, definitely. All right, so yes, that is all the news this week for The Loud House and the Casagrandes. And don't forget, again, this week there are brand new episodes of The Loud House and the Casagrandes on Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, back-to-back. Don't miss them. All right, so we are going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about last week's brand new episodes of The Loud House and the Casagrandes that just aired. The first episodes of Season 5 of The Loud House just aired after school. The Boss Baby and Family Bonding, followed by the Costurarte episodes, Mexican Makeover and Uptown Funk. When we come back. Catherine Mulligan reporting from Franklin Street, where authorities are still searching for a family of spies. Their plot to destroy the Michigan cherry supply was thwarted thanks to these two adorable heroes. bad family. I'm sorry we didn't take you seriously, Lincoln. Eh, can't blame you. I gotta admit, it was all kind of crazy. Yo, new neighbors are moving in next door. Let's go meet them. Oh yeah, Hold it. Go Remember what we talked about? Lincoln, go
1: check it out first.
0: Come in, Agent McBride. Looks like we're needing for another stakeout. A secret agent's job is never done. <laughs> Meant to do that. And we are back to talk about the brand new episodes of The Loud House and The Casagrandes that just aired. The first being The Loud House with The Boss Baby and Family Bonding, followed by Mexican Makeover and Uptown Funk for The Casagrandes. So let's talk about the first episode, which is The Boss Baby. Lenny struggles as the oldest in the house to follow in Lori's footsteps as the family babysitter. So Ryan, since you are my guest, I'd like you to go first on this episode. What did you think about The Boss Baby?
1: I really, really loved it. One of the biggest questions I had going forward with season five was how they were going to handle with with Lenny being the oldest loud sibling in the house. And I think they did a great job with it. Another question I had was like how Lori would still be included in the show. And I like that they're showing us that she will be a part of the show and not just the cost of but also the Loud House by using her phone. And I honestly, I love Lenny. She's probably my second favorite Loud sibling after Luann. So I'm glad that she gets her own got her own starting episode and I like her job at her job at Ryan girls like I think that's given her a lot of great development and like her being with Miguel and Fiona is really has been really great I've I loved this episode and I love like Shop girl and everybody loves Lenny and leader of the rack and this episode wasn't an exception and there were some really cute moments too and like seeing Lenny try to take take care and look out for all of her siblings all her mom dad and and Lily were at the Renaissance Fair was really cool. And yeah, overall I just really I really love this episode and so far like pretty much any all the episodes with Lenny at her doing with her job have been really great and this episode definitely wasn't an exception.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to give a little shout-out, of course, I know he's listening to my friend Mitch, who was just on the show last week talking about school, and he's a huge Lenny fan. And every Lenny fan absolutely deserved this episode. I was really looking forward to this episode, seeing how Lenny was going to handle becoming the oldest of the family after Lori moved away. And she really delivered on that, because I love the way they set up this whole thing. With, you know, the beginning, Lenny is become Employee of the Month at Ridinger's, Re- 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 or however you say the story, Dave, um, and she becomes Employee of the Month there, and they tell her, like, wow, Lenny, look how far you've come. Look how much you've done, and you were really great at your job and stuff. And then when Lenny takes on this role as watching the siblings while the parents are away for a bit, she struggles with that, and she doesn't realize that you know, at her job, she's able to take responsibility and become a leader. And even though Lori was in this episode for a bit and got her phone taken away (laughs) because she was trying to give Lenny advice, I love that at the end of the day, it wasn't Lori that gave her the last piece of advice. It was her friends Fiona and Miguel at the store. Because they were like, this doesn't sound like the employee of the month that we know. We've seen you at your job. We've seen you, how far you've come and how much your job means to you and how you can be a leader. Impl- like, t- put that into where you are right now in your situation. And Letty decided to treat her family like shoppers, and that's how she was able to fix the situation. Like, I love how she, you know, read a children's book to Lake and Clyde to, cheer- to you know calm them down, that was so cute. And other ways she was able to figure out how to do this. So I'm really proud of Lenny. She's come so far in the show. And I love that they've kept her job as continuity in the show because I thought with Shopgirl, they would just be like, oh, she has a job and they never do anything with it again. But the fact that they brought it up so much and like she's had it throughout the show and still continues to have it, which incorporate into her becoming the now the oldest of the family after Lori moves away was so well done. So I absolutely loved this episode. It was great for Lenny.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Like, like I said, Lenny's probably my second favorite character on the show. So I, and I, I love that this that her job at Ryan Girls has given her great development. Honestly, this episode, and also episodes like Shop Girl and Leader of the are Honestly, like I think those the episodes where she works at her job are usually ha- are just so sweet and heartwarming to watch. And you know, since Lenny's always so sweet, and this episode was really great. And I'm definitely glad they kept her the continuity of her having her job at Ryan Girls. I that's given her a great great development and just giving us really amazing episodes as well.
0: Yeah. So with this episode with Lenny moving forward, stepping up as the the oldest now, what do you want to see with Lenny moving forward in the show? Do you want to see her wearing the drive? Do you want to continue seeing her, you know, taking care of her siblings? What do you think is next for Lenny in season five?
1: I, I would, I don't know if it just should be this season or maybe season six going forward, but so get, like, getting her, Getting her driver's license would be something I would like to see since we haven't really seen it since Driving Miss Hazy, which is one of the very first episodes of the show. It's a fifth episode segment if we're going in production order. So and they haven't really touched on it since then. So getting her driver's license would be something that I like. And then I'd also like to see her, I guess, trying to trying to be the oldest sibling and trying to live without without Lori. Since as we saw in schooled in this episode, she's so she's in many episodes before this, she is very, very close to Lori, so it's obviously very difficult for her to live without Lori, and you know, I, of course, would still want her to communicate with Lori as much as she can. I think that her being in the position of the uh, oldest sibling is very good for her, and something that I think will help further develop her character, even more than what we've seen so far with her having her job at Ryan Girls.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I really I really want to see Let- Letty learn to drive, because now that Lori's not here to drive everybody around, they do want the parents to drive, but I think the best the next step for lenny would be to learn to drive so i think she's, she we should get an episode like that
1: i definitely agree since we haven't really had one since driving miss hazy which was almost five years ago at this point
0: yeah <laughs> all right so any other final thoughts on the boss maybe
1: i don't think so overall i think this is a really fantastic episode and i hopefully get more lenny centric trick episodes and the ones with her job at Ryan have I've been fantastic so far. I love this episode. I love Shop Girl, leader of the rack, and everybody loves Lonnie as well.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I've, really had some very good episodes for sure. So I can't wait to see what they do with her in the future. So let's move on to the next Loud House episode, which is family bonding. Secret agents, Lincoln and Clyde investigate the loud, suspicious new neighbors. So as I have done, on, uh, as I did do on the Castle live session, I probably have a lot to say on this episode, but, so I'll let you go first, Ryan. What'd you think of family bonding?
1: This episode surprised me. I thought, um, if I'm being honest, like, well, I do like the Lincoln and Clyde episodes. A lot of them aren't really my favorite. It's like, like I like them. I just don't like them quite as much as some of the other episodes. But this one really surprised me. I thought this one was fantastic. Like, I like them seeing what their new neighbors were like. That I to mention that I laughed at one. Their actually the Miller's their their child was named was named Ryan, which of course is my name and our friend Ryan W. Mead's his name. That's what yeah.
0: <laughs> i also had another uh, Ryan on the show too. Uh Clark uh leader night his name's Ryan too. <laughs> I've had yeah, three Ryan's on the show now. Any more Ryan's want to come on?
1: <laughs> so so yeah, that that made me laugh and I thought this was a really cool episode too. Like it's um it was kinda of like a I think they were going for like a parody of like the spy genre. And I thought that was really cool. I like liked seeing like Lincoln like uh, that's the reason i thought like it looked really cool in the black suit too like of course we see him in, in the blue suit in episodes like a, uh, a tale of two tables and yes man but this is the first time we saw him in, like a like a spy suit and i think that outfit like r- looked really cool on him and this was a really good episode of like seeing um like i think that that i'm trying to think i'd say that this is an episode where like it's ending really paid off since like the loud family and if I'm being honest, I didn't think so at first as well as probably most audience didn't think that the Millers would end up being spies, but I'm really glad they were spies that this episode gave a great ending to, to Lincoln, since a lot of times uh, Lincoln doesn't get, like not every episode for Lincoln ends up being fair, so I'm glad this episode gave him a, a really fair ending and one that he deserved. So yeah, overall I really liked this episode and it's probably one of if not my favorite Lincoln McLeod McCloud episode yet.
0: Yeah, so, of course, I'm probably gonna take the floor now. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, like, you know, when this episode was announced, like I said, I was like, here we go, the typical Clinky McCloud episode as usual. I'm sorry, guys, we get them every season, we're probably gonna get even more this season, and I know season four, we had an abundance of them, but hopefully, you know, we'll get a few in the beginning, and then, like, at the end, they'll just give us one more to end, like they did with season four, but... Wow, I'm so impressed with this episode because it surprised me on how great it was. And I, I feel like, again, it was because, you know, the show's been off for a bit, so I've kind of missed the, watching The Loud House. But, you know, after getting the, the really great lighting episode, I'm like, okay, well, we get the follow-up, you know, Click of the Cloud episode. I know it's standard, but man, this was a fun one. Like, you know, I, I what I really liked about it was they really took... What could could have been a really cliche plot, and played around with it, cause in in the, in the past, Lincoln's had to learn certain lessons about, oh, I was wrong about this, or I misjudged you, or things like that. But in the end, Lincoln was right about the Millers being spies. You know, they could they should they could have done that, you know? Like like when I first thought that like when they were revealed to be spies, Lincoln was just gonna be like, you know, shown to be like fighting himself to the ground, you know, in that scene and everybody's gonna be rolling their eyes like, oh here we go again. But no, he was right and the lesson was, hey, you know, maybe we need to learn to trust Lincoln because He could be right at the end. And I really enjoyed that. And yeah, I loved seeing Link in the little spy suit. I thought that was really adorable. Because we've seen him in the blue suit, of course, and we saw him in in a little tuxed horoscope. But yeah, the spy suit looks so slick on him. And I really hope, like... This isn't the last time we see Spy Lincoln in the show. Like, I would really love him to just continue doing little spy stuff in this little suit in the season five or season six. Because they continue to give Lincoln different interests throughout the show, like a savvy cowboys, magic, and now spies. Because like, Lord... oh, yeah, like, oh yeah, it...
1: like, they actually had. I'm sure you remember they had like the little, um, that little flashback where they showed like Lincoln and Klein as like superheroes and like arg yes. agents then, and then, um, and then space. But, but, and then astronauts as well.
0: Yeah, but the neighbors are ghosts, but the neighbors are aliens, but but the oh. ghosts are, yeah, super villains. Yeah, that was that was nice, because, like, we did see their Ace Savvy costumes, their uh their ghost hunting costumes, and and their space astronaut costumes, which was pretty cool. So, yeah, I, I totally forgot about that until you mentioned that. But, yeah, I just, I found it really cool that Lincoln's, like, been interested in a lot of stuff. Because, like I said, like, he's always going to be, like, the guy who's not who doesn't know what he wants to be yet, you know? Because all the other siblings have their interests. Like, Lenny's in the fashion and Lucy's in, like, golf stuff. And Link is just like, I don't know what I like. I'll, I'm interested in all kinds of things, you know? So it's always cool that they change up his interests every season. So I would really like to see if they would do more stuff with him with the spy stuff. I, I Maybe they'll incorporate that into the... Uh, the, the episode this week with the mystery, but probably not. But I, re- I really love this episode because Lincoln's my favorite character, of course, and I loved Schooled. I really did. I was so happy to get a one-hour special that was focused on him. But this episode made Lincoln, sh- like, shine the way where I never seen him do so much cool stuff in the show until now. Like, the part where he had the little laser... Pointer thing and like broke into the Miller's computer. That was so badass. Like, wow, I was so impressed. And I'm just like, this episode is so great. And I've watched it so many times. and I love it so much. It's just, it's so great. It's so fun, and I don't know what else to say about it. It's just, it's the best Click Cl- of the McCloud episode to date, but the best Lincoln episode to me overall, and that's saying something for, like, Predictability and anti Doff and, you know, some others, uh, Fries dry Places. This, to me, is where Lincoln shines the best in the entire series, and I hope they continue to do this, because season four was, like, we're not giving you a lot of Lincoln in season four. Season five, like, you better deliver more Lincoln, because this is what I want, and I deserve it. So, yeah, I, I love this episode. I, I thought it was so great. So, I don't have any more to say. I just, I loved it a lot.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree. It's definitely my favorite Lincoln McLeod episode yet, and might be my favorite Lincoln episode as well. And I, I agree with you. The spy, if Lincoln's going to be into spies, that'll be cool. Like, he's, um like, obviously he's 12 now, and which in the previous episode, he spent 11. So, you know, he's a, a year away from being a, a teen. So, if, the, if this is what he's going to be, you know, as spies, that I'm i am honestly all for it.
0: Yeah, I just, I'd love to, because they've done, like, Ace Savvy episodes in the past with Lincoln and Clyde, where, you know, like, they've done, like, Crimes of Fashion or um, Recipe for Disaster where they're dressed up in a little Ace Savvy costumes, but I'd love to, them to do that, but just with the spy stuff. I think I honestly prefer Spy Lincoln over Ace Savvy Lincoln now. It's so cool, so I hope they incorporate that more into other episodes.
1: I do, too, and I actually one of my favorite episodes of probably one of my favorite clink and mccloud episodes other than this one was the episode deal me out like like how that episode discussed of like um like growing up since i like i, I like like as you know i'm a, a huge fan of this show in the casa grande so i think it's okay to like mm-hmm. stuff to you like, as a cater that are, are made for kids, so that's probably my- might be my second favorite Clinkin of episode after this one is episode, Deal Me Out.
0: Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that one, that's like in season three, yeah. That episode where they were thinking they were too old for Ace Savvy, and then, like, I remember, like, at the end, like is like, just as long as it makes us happy, it doesn't matter how old we are to like things, and then they went to an Savvy convention where there was a bunch of, like, I think it was, like, you know, Lincoln or- not Lincoln now, Lori and Lenny's friends were kind of there that liked Ace Savvy, so yeah, it was cool. Yeah. It's cool that like yeah, we're like adults and we like The Loud House of The Grandes No judging here. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, as so I'm sure like at the end, that like like Chaz and and Becky were were there. They were into a savvy too. So I I think that's that's another one of my favorite a- episodes of Clink of My Clots, Is it really connected to me?
0: Yeah, and it's it's cool because again, Lake is twelve years old now, but he hasn't gotten rid of his interest in like. Pop culture and stuff, because you think with him being twelve, he'd be like, "Oh, I'm done playing dress up or whatever." But no, he's twelve years old. He's you know, he's running around in a spy suit. It's just like it shows that he still likes to have fun, even if he's like you know a year older now. So I think that's pretty cool.
1: <laughs> I think so too. And then another thing I wanted to talk to you about is uh, the title cards. Like, yes. I'm sure you know like the details in the title cards are like are like really cool. Like the first four seasons they've had. Like of course, all the title cards themselves look really cool. Like the bottom text is just like the the writers and for the episode, just in speech bubbles. But like so far, it's the three episodes gone from season five. So far, they've gone like way out with like with like really cool details. Like in the, the boss maybe we got like like Laurie's phone. Yes, and one of the little the boxes. So I've been really impressed with the little details that they've given to the title cards so far.
0: Yeah, it's really neat that they actually decided to do that because. We we kind of complained on the Castle Live session that they didn't change the intro of the show, which they should have. Because they still have Lily in her diaper, which she has a t-shirt and shorts now. I don't know why they didn't change the intro, but they decided to, to change up the title cards, which I gets is really cool. That they have them, like, like, little more stuff they can add into the boxes where the writers and the, you know, the producers are now. So I think that's really cool that they decided to add those little details in there. I think it's, it, this is my theory I said before, I think it's because they saw how beautiful the Casa Grande title cards are, because those are gorgeous with detail, so they're like, oh, wait, we have to step up our game now, because we see those title cards, they're gorgeous, we have to step up our game, so I think it's neat the way they're able to do that, just put in little, like, items that incorporate into the plots of episodes.
1: I think so, too, and I'm going from what you said about the theme song, I'm, I'm kind of surprised they haven't Changed to Lily as well since in 11 Louds Leaping and Tricked, like in 11 Louds Leaping, they had her in her winter clothes when they get to the Loudhouse logo. And then in Tricked, they had her as a ghost when they got to the Loudhouse logo. So it would be pretty cool if they changed it to her current look with eventually going forward with season five and season six.
0: Yeah. They might do it eventually, but I don't know. If they didn't change it now, they probably won't, but maybe in season six we'll finally get a new intro. I'm waiting for a new actual intro where everything is changed and not just Lily. But they should have just changed Lily's clothes now or erase Lori.
1: <laughs> yeah. although, although like you guys discussed on the, on the podcast with Nate and Natalie, it wouldn't, yeah. be, it wouldn't be like one boy and ten girls anymore without Lori there.
0: One boy, nine girls. <laughs> All right. Um, is there any other final thoughts of family bonding?
1: I don't think so. I think I've pretty, pretty much, I've like Gusto over how great of an episode yeah. is and how it's probably the best Liam McLeod episode yet.
0: Yeah. And you guys want to hear another 15 minute rant about me talking about this episode, listen to the live session. Cause yeah, I just, I adore this episode and it's probably my favorite episode now so far and it's only episode three of season five. So that shows there's going to be a lot of great episodes moving forward, but yeah, I just, I love this one. I can't praise it enough. <laughs> all yeah. right.
1: Yeah. That's actually before, before we move on to the cause, yes. I just want to talk about um my thoughts on season five so far from the first three episodes.
0: Oh yeah. Sure. I, think,
1: I, I think it's fantastic. I think that so far schooled the boss. I think that schooled the boss, maybe and family, Bonnie are all fantastic episodes that the show has done. A great job of like moving these characters up a year and that I think we're going to be in for a fantastic time season five and that the show isn't going to get stale anytime soon that's going to keep getting better with every season but so far I think oh well, um since we're only three episodes into season five season three's still my favorite season so far but I definitely could see season five becoming my favorite season going forward
0: oh season is your favorite season Why is that
1: I think it's because has a lot of my favorite episodes in it. Like, it has head pose, anxiety, and really loud music, and it has, I like that it gave a lot of screen time, some more screen time to the loud siblings, so, is season three not one of your favorite seasons?
0: Oh, no, It's uh, season four is my favorite season, mainly because oh. um, I feel like season four was so solid, we did not have a single bad episode of season four. And, you know, I think Season 4 was, like, the best, but, like you said, Season 5 is off to a really great start. Like, School was wonderful, one-hour special, which we never had in the show before, and then the boss maybe moving up Lenny to be the oldest, and then family bonding, exceeding our expectations on the Clink and McCloud episode by changing the formula. You know, it's just, it feels like Season 5, and then now we're gonna get a low and a birthday episode. They are really stepping up their game now. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, I totally agree, and like, I guess what you said about Season 4 is that, is that it's like the one of the- I also would have to agree there wasn't a single bad episode of Season 4, Since so I just remember Season 3 did have that one stinker, which was Ruthless People, but Season 4, thankfully, didn't have a single bad episode.
0: I mean, some could debate Kings of the Con, but, you know.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: I don't, I don't think it's bad, it's just mediocre at best. Yeah. <laughs> So those were the new loudest episodes of Season 5 that just came out. So we're going to move over to the Casa Grande's and start with Mexican Makeover. When Mama Lupe comes to visit, Abuela tries to get her family atop of their cultural game. So Ryan, what did you think of Mexican Makeover?
1: Like the last two episodes we discussed, I honestly love this episode too. I I was wondering like since Croak premiered, since that episode confirmed that Ronnie Anne's great-grandfather unfortunately passed away. So I was kind of wondering if she still had a great grandma anymore since I, I kind of had a feeling that that she did since they didn't address it in that and the episode croaked and turns out that she does so I I really like this episode I like them seeing like trying different Mexican traditions like I like I, I kind of found it funny how like they like dumb basically like dumped hot sauce onto their food which actually made me think of a that made me think of the Laodice episode No spoilers like how how Lynn kept how, how Lynn kept like dumping hot sauce onto all the food for their mom's birthday party and I like the Mexican traditions. I like the continuity as well. Like I like that Carlota had like the same dress that she wore in the episode Miss Step. And I also like that I like that Parr who we saw in Never Friending Story was in this episode. And
0: <laughs> I overall... mean I made a joke about this on the live stream where I was saying, you know, Parr kinda of messed everything up when he was like rocking out. And I thought Bobby was gonna try to say something or say we're not friends anymore.
1: <laughs> I, I really enjoy this episode. The only complaint, I guess, I have one complaint is I kind of wish we got to see the painting that Frida did. It's, it oh. unfortunately got um, got boiled in the, the hot sauce. Yeah. But yeah. overall, I, I did really enjoy this episode. I like that pretty much the entire Costa Grande family got some good screen time, and it was just a really fun episode and it's had some good continuity and a lot of really fun and sweet moments as well.
0: Yeah, so like Croak, this episode was written by Lalo, and of course he follows me on Twitter and interacts with the fans and stuff. So I, I really, it's really cool to see him actually write another episode for the show that really does focus on their culture. Cause I was really excited to see how the Grande's would expand on their culture, and they've done that with you know various episodes like Misstep and croaked and so on and so forth. And you know this episode was fun. Uh, it it wasn't one of my favorite episodes, it's probably not one of my favorite Casa Grande episodes, but it was just really cool to see them, you know, expand on their culture and also bring in a extended family member of the Casa Grandes, Mama Lupe. Because like you said, her, um, Rodney's great-great-grandfather passed away. But her great-great-grandmother is still alive, which is pretty cool. And she also has a parent, too, like Sergio, which was really neat. And he was also voiced by Sergio, the person who is inspired, like, who has inspired Sergio, the pet, uh, Sergio, the parent, which is pretty cool, too. So to see, like, you know, them kind of, like, try to impress Mama Lupe with their culture and, you know, having, like, everyday people with hot sauce, like, the Grande family were probably not like me because I don't like spicy food, so seeing, like, them trying to eat all this food with hot sauce on it, I'm like, no, thank you. Like, <laughs> I do not like spicy stuff at all. But then like when they told her that they're, they're not really, you know, they don't really, they don't really like, they, 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 um, you know, they, they appreciate their culture, but they're not so into it like that. But then Mama Lupe was like, that's okay. As long as you, you know, if you did all this just to impress me, that means your tr- tradition and your fam- familia really means a lot to you. And I thought that was really nice. But you know, I thought it was just a good episode. Not my favorite, but I think it was pretty. It was pretty good.
1: I'd have to agree. It's probably like not one of my favorite episodes. Like I like probably like Misstep and and Flea Market and and like Guess Who's Shopping for Dinner and a lot more episodes. More than this one, but it was still a really fun episode and one that I enjoy rewatching whenever it comes on TV.
0: Yeah, I also do like the continuities episode two, like you said. Carlos' uh, dress was from Misstep. They're watching Dreamboat from the Loud House. They mentioned Roddy and Do's pranks for the first time really in the show, which they never ha- they haven't done in a very long time. I was shocked by that, you know. So I like when they continue to sprinkling continuity because the Grande's are really good at continuity versus the Loud House but they're getting there with the Loud House but you know other than that you know it was it was pretty fun but hopefully Mama Lupe makes another visit in the show I'd like to see her come back again sometime
1: I think so too I like how the I like how this episode answered my question from Croaked about about if Ronnie Anne's great grandmother was still alive just like how the boss maybe answered the one of the biggest questions I had from season 5 about how Lenny would deal with um being the oldest, loud sibling. So you know, overall, this this batch of episodes that answered quite a bit of questions I had with the uh, and the Grande's.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I I really I really <clears throat> excuse me. I really do want to see more of their family members because in this episode they mentioned like we want you to know more about the Casagrande family and they've mentioned that so much that like I really want to see the extended family of the Casagrandes because they've mentioned it so much in the show and we finally got an extended family member, which is Mama Lupe. But I hope in season two. They explore more of their f- familia. I'd really like to see who else is part of the Casa Grande family than just the main core Casa Grande family.
1: I definitely agree. Like, it would be really cool. If, like, in like in Season 2 of The Loud Us is where we got to see, like, Ronnie Anne and Bobby's ex- extended family in the 22-minute special, which was, of course, a uh, loudest Mission Relative Chaos. It would be very cool Then in the Casa Grande Season 2, if we got a, a 22-minute episode where we got to see their extended family, which, too, some extent, like the first episode of the Casagrande is sort of, where we really got to see their dad since he only had a couple of cameos before then.
0: Yeah, that's the one thing with Arturo. Like, I know you talked about Operation Dad, but the reason that Operation Dad's not one of my favorite episodes, well, one, because they crushed a lot of my head cans and made Arturo stay, and two... He hasn't really shown up much in the show lately. Like he only appeared two episodes after he appeared, and he had that one cameo misstep, and they haven't incorporated in the show since. And they probably will do that in season two, but I'm kind of upset since he's been around lately. Like he ever since he stayed, he hasn't really showed up a lot. So I'm kind of disappointed oh, yeah. that they haven't done much with him. You know?
1: Yeah, you're right about that. Since I think I'm pretty sure the only like after Operation Dad, the only really starring episode that he got was away game like even then we didn't really like he wasn't really the center of the episode it was more about like a boy like trying to like keep running in and Bobby away from their dad
0: yeah so I really hope they try to do more with Arturo because I like him I, I, it's like you're here to stay you know you gotta do more with him but lately they haven't so maybe he'll appear in the next episodes coming up so alright so any other final thoughts on, Mac- on Mexican Makeover?
1: I don't think so I just think it was a very solid episode and, like that answered my Question from Croaked about if Ronnie Anne's great-grandmother was still alive.
0: Alright, so we're going to move on to the final episode of the Grande's, which is also a very exciting one we were all looking forward to, which was Uptown Funk by Bruno Mars. <laughs> of Adelaide and Carl have an adventure on Mr. Chang's route, but they must work together to save the day. So Ryan, what would you think about the first Carl and Adelaide episode together?
1: I thought it was a really adorable episode. <laughs> like, I think that Adelie's a really cute character. I know that one of the lot of friends from tw- Twitter, Blade Sword, ninety one, or, or Sonic, or Sean. I know that he like absolutely adores her. So I bet that but he probably really loved this episode, and I really enjoyed it as well. I think it was really since we since I keep bringing up this episode, but we haven't really gotten Adley centric episodes since Croak. Like, we got sure we did get to see her in other episodes like Outtrain or Carl, but it was nice getting another episode centered around her and this episode was really cute. Like, I, I liked getting to see her hanging out with Carl. Like, I I really like seeing her. Like, seeing her as a fairy was really adorable. Like the the outfit that they gave her for that. And I like seeing, I like that Carl. At first, like he wasn't, he didn't really want to play with Adelaide. He just played with her to try to get onto the train. But then when we, they did get to the train, they started to like develop their relationship. And from what it seems like going forward, like with the episode coming out this Friday, that they're going to become friends going forward within the show. And then I also liked that it kind of hinted at, I think, I think the writers were like kind of, might be kind of messing with us since I've had where like Adelaide teased that like her and Carl getting married. So I think that like going forward, there might be something like they might start shipping like Adelaide and Carl together going forward. But yeah. yeah, overall this was a very fun episode of like Uptown funk quite a bit of like a Mexican makeover will definitely be an episode that I'll watch whenever I see it on airing on Nick
0: Yeah, well, okay, so, I'm gonna say one thing, I don't think the title of this episode fits the episode itself, Uptown Funk, I don't know, like, when I first heard this episode, I thought it was gonna be something different than what it was, but, you know, this episode was really, really adorable, like, okay, but first of all, I wanna say, we're gonna announce this now, this is the first official Casa Grande episode with no Roddy Ann! In the show, and it's in season one, mind you. That is crazy. We didn't get a, a non Lincoln episode in the Loud House till season three. So they decided to have a season one episode, have no Roddy Ann. Like, I was waiting for the Roddy Ann cameo in the background. She's going to train or something. But no, they had no other, no Roddy Ann and no other family member except Carl and Adelaide in this episode. And if this was how they're going to set up the ship in quotation marks, they did it in such, the best way possible, because, like, yeah, like, Carl at first tried to use uh, Adelaide to get on the train, of course, but in the end, he learned not to use her, and saw that, like, Adelaide's a badass, you know? She's six years old, knows how to ride, knows how to drive a train, that is so crazy, you know? So, it's so cool that she knows that, especially from her dad, and it was just really nice that Carl, like, saw that, like, wow, you're actually pretty cool to hang out with, and I want to hang out with you more sometime, and at the end, you know, they were playing superheroes together, which was really cute and stuff. And, yeah, they were definitely doing a lot of ship teasing with Carl and Adelaide. Like, you know, they playing mommy and daddy. And Adelaide's like, it's Mrs. Casagrande Chang. Like, the moment I saw that scene, I'm like, is this just shell shock? <laughs> you know? It's like, is this like, Are you making Lincoln and Rodney in parallels with Adelaide and Carl, you know? So, but, yeah, I I don't know. If, like, I, I don't know if they will, like, set them up as a ship they might or just like keep them like best friends or something but you know maybe they'll maybe they'll kind of like have it with Sid and Roddy Ann in the in the Grande's where they're just like best buddies and stuff but I wouldn't mind them becoming a pairing honestly they do, they did a lot of shipping like shipping fuel in this episode to like show they're kind of like I don't know they probably have crushes on each other or something but yeah I I love Adelaide I liked her in Croats too but she was so great in this episode and Carl of course is one of my favorite Casa Grandes. In any episode, he did always is top tier, so the fact that he was paired with Adelaide, which has been kind of foreshadowed in the beginning of, the, of Season 1, to get a full-on episode with them in Season 1, which I didn't think we were going to get to, like, Season 2, and we're going to get them again in the, in the Slumber Party episode, shows that, like, they wanted to make this this a pairing, and they're going to move forward with it, so I'm really excited to see what else they'll do with Adelaide and Carl. They're, like, super-duper cute together, so yeah, I really love this episode. It's adorable.
1: Yes, I definitely agree. and I think it would definitely be interesting to see on, like on Friday with Blunder Party, how they're going to, since it's in the description that Adelie and Carl will be in it, like how they're going to handle it, like if they're going to do like shipping moments or they're just going to have them like trying to like prank Ronnie Anne and Sid, it'll be definitely interesting to see with with Blunder Party coming out this Friday. It's kind of hard to believe that like just a week Later, we might get answers to our questions. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It'll be kind of interesting to see what Sid's reaction is to, like, at her her little sister hanging out with Carl. You know, like, they'll be like, whoa, are they best friends now? What, how did that happen? You know, so I- I'm wondering if they'll answer that or just like what their reactions will be to Adelaide and Carl's being paired up together, you know, so. Yeah, I just, I really like this episode, and I want to see more episodes like it moving forward with different pairings that we can do. And again, Roddian wasn't in this episode. They could have easily put her in here somehow, but they didn't. And again, it's in season one, so I'm wondering if the last, like, Bobby episode, like the boo-boo business one, probably won't have her in it, of course. But she probably, w- she probably will end up in it, but the fact that they had one episode in season one without her in it, like... Feel they feel like more I feel like they're more confident with not putting her in every single episode or even every single title card like likely get in the loud house, so they're really confident with this pairing that they'll make an episode work together. And they did. I just I want more Carl and Adelaide. They're just so cute together. I don't know what else to say. This episode's so adorable and precious and I love it.
1: Yes, I agree. It's it's really cool they did make an episode in season one without Ronnie and it's like you said, they, we didn't get the first episode without In the Loudness without Lincoln until season three, so we had like over a 100 episodes before we got an episode without Lincoln.
0: Yeah, so it was just really cool to get that, that they actually decided to do that. So, any other final thoughts on Uptown Funk?
1: I don't think so. I just overall, this was, I really liked all, I honestly really liked all four of this Friday's episode, and I'm definitely excited to see with, um, with Blunder Party how they're gonna, if they're gonna show us anything with. Carl and Adelie's relationship, and I'm definitely happy that we only have to wait a week. We only had to wait a week to find out how it's doing with, like, like, for example, like, I'm sure every honest fan knows this, but, like, with, like with her Ellis for Love, for example, we had to wait almost two years to see, like, how Luna and Sam's relationship would be going forward, but, like, with this episode, we only have to wait a week for it, so it's definitely pretty
0: cool. Yeah, or you could be like me, being a Roddy Kid fan, who has to wait till they remember, that crossovers are a thing for them to interact! You know, so the fact that Carl and Adelaide get back-to-back episodes, lucky them. (laughs) So we'll see what happens with them moving forward. So yeah, all these episodes were amazing. Like, I couldn't believe how great all these episodes were. Like, you know, I said Mexican Makeover wasn't amazing, but I think all these episodes were super solid, don't you think?
1: Yes, I think so too. Like, this is, I think that the, Auto of season five is off to a great start. And that the Casa Grande since the beginning has been off to a great start. So I'm really looking forward to seeing, what this coming Friday's episodes will have in store for us. And I think that both shows are just like, are just super consistently good right now. Like, so like I said, when we were reviewing the, the spy episode, like sometimes the Lincoln and Clyde episodes aren't, aren't exactly my favorites. But like this week's episodes were just all fantastic. And I hope that the rest of the episodes will be just this consistently fantastic. And I'm just, Always really looking forward to seeing what the shows will have in store for us since they're definitely my favorite shows on right now.
0: Absolutely. So before we see, we'll, before I'll say we'll see you next time, uh, Ryan, there's a question I wanted to ask you. I know we just started season five, but uh, I wanted to ask you with season five, what do you want to see with the Loud House season five moving forward? What kind of things do you want the show to do in the future?
1: Well since we got one of my biggest questions which was how Lenny's going to do as the oldest sibling. One thing I am really wanting to see is an episode like with Lori at, at Fairview. I want to see how she's been. Since while well, we did get to see a little bit of it in the boss maybe we didn't get to it was mostly a Lenny centric episode so I definitely would like to see an episode about an episode about Lori how she's doing at Fairview. I'd, I'd like to see like how her relationship with Bobby's going too since we saw like Miss like, that they're able to stay like keep in relationship and stay in contact so so that's probably my biggest want is um uh, then another thing is i want to see more of Lily and in, in preschool like she's growing up like we've seen in season five as far she's she's like talking uh like like in season one to four she, she wants to like like poo poo and <laughs> some other things where like so far she said like so far in these first three episodes she said more words like the first four seasons combined so far um Trying to think of what anything else and then character birthdays like we discussed, like we have Will and Lana's birthday coming up since the louds are all aging up with this season. I'd like to see more of that. Um and trying to think of what else. Um Wait this just this is something I just thought about. I think I'd like to see an episode another episode about, about Lynn, how she's dealing with Lincoln being part of her school now. Since I like since sometimes she like pinks up she Picks on Lincoln by like calling like stinking and things like that. I want to see how, but as saw middlemen, she seems to be pretty cool with having Lincoln at at her school. So that's another thing that I'd like to see going forward with season five.
0: Well, I think I, she's pretty cool with like you know like pummeling on Lincoln in school and like stopping him from going to classes. You know, so I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> uh, But yeah, what? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's
1: her. that's her thing is that um. Our friend Nate from Fanpage of Loud House point out is like how much Lincoln's teacher like kind of changed from like the first time we saw him and um and I think it was Middlemen, but like now like how how different he's become from Middlemen to Schooled.
0: Yeah, I want to see an episode where Lincoln and, and uh, his his teacher like kind of bond and stuff, and kind of we see that he's kind of a softy, you know, instead of being like because you know at the end he was just like eh, whatever, like changing the the temperature in the in the room. So maybe he'll soften up eventually, you know.
1: Oh yeah, that would be cool. So we saw like in Lincoln kind of has like a good relationship with his teachers and in, in elementary school, like like Mrs. Johnson. We saw in, in several episodes of the. La he has a pretty good relationship with her so I think that would be cool if they did an episode
0: yeah and what about the Casa Grandes because season one's gonna be ending pretty soon what do you what else do you want to see with the Casa Grandes moving forward
1: I'd really like to see like we discussed an episode talking about more of Ronnie his extended family I'd I'd like to see an, an episode I'd like to see an episode about some some back some flashback episodes like we saw in Ellis for love like how how lynn senior and rita met i'd like to see an episode like how how carlos and and frida met i'd like to see an episode about i think i'd like to see another episode about maybe bobby and and par like we, we did get never for story which we saw that like their relationship was guy i think kind of like in the in the middle like like bobby's into like the extreme like like the, all this extreme stuff stuff that pars into so that's an, another episode that i'd like to see that going forward like with Adley and carl's relationship like we do have blunder party coming up but i like to see more episodes about them and then from the side i think i'd also like to see some of the like that the characters that live in their building like like mabel and like mrs Carnicky. i like to see i think it would be cool if they got their own episodes too
0: yeah, well, I think we know how Frida and Carlos met, In going overboard, they show that scene of Frida seeing Carlos skating for, like, the first time, so I think that's how they met in college.
1: Oh, that might be true, since, like, Frida does seem pretty—now that you mentioned it, that might be true, since Frida does seem pretty impressed with his— tape or that could be the first time they met.
0: I want to know how Rosa and Hector met, because apparently, according to Horoscope, Rosa said that she met Hector when she was about Lincoln and Roddy Ann's age, so I want to see how they met, you know, because each- apparently they know each other for a very long time, it seems like, you know, so I'd like to see that, because I know we saw, like, them when they were kind of, like, married and, um, well, in uh, the the one episode, the oh my god, I'm forgetting the name of it. It's in the Casagrande arcs, the first episode. I'm forgetting it. It's, it's the it's the greenhouse a oh, power play. I'm sorry. Wow, I forgot yeah. power play. We saw the little flashback of them as like kind of like young adults, but I want to see them as actual little kids be for the first time. You know, so I actually want to see how Arturo Maria met. That's the big question I have. Are we ever gonna find out how Arturo Maria met and how they broke up? Or divorced, or yeah, I, that's the question I have. We don't know how they divorced, and I really want to. Fi- I really want them to explore how they how they met and how they divorced. That's the big question I have for the show.
1: I think so too, and I think that like Nick might be open to doing it, since I think that some of their other shows like. Like, hey, Arnold has discussed, like, really serious topics like that, so I think that they might be willing to let the Casa crew do something like this as well.
0: Yeah, because in uh, I, this other show, I've watched Big City Greens. They have the the mom and dad are divorced in that one, and the moms, deals you know, like around with the family. But they had an episode where they met when they were little kids, so I'd like to see if we get an episode with Maria and Arturo, how they met.
1: Yes, I, I did see, I, I, I like Big City Greens too, so I, I did see that episode as well.
0: Yeah. So Ryan, thank you so much for coming on to my show. I really loved having you on. Thank you so much for being here.
1: You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I definitely had a, a blast. It's always great talking to, to you since you're one of my best friends. And then i I really liking to talk to you about the loudest and the cost grande, since it's always just so much fun, like like geek out over something when somebody shares like such a big aspect of a passion for it as, as you do. So I definitely had a, a really great time being talked to you since I, I got to talk to you for a lot longer than when we did the, the Casa Grande's Jeopardy with Ryan and, and Nate on the on the show that, that Nate hosted. So it was definitely great getting to talk to you for so long about the these shows that we love so much.
0: Definitely. I, I love having other people who are on who are just as passionate about the shows as I am. So having you on as one well, of my first-time guests was such a joy. So, again, thank you so much for being here.
1: Well, you're welcome. Thank you for having me, and I hope that I can – we get to talk to you either on this podcast or maybe on the one that like you and that you nate and natalie did a few days ago or very soon and i can't wait for everyone to hear this really fantastic podcast episode that we recorded tomorrow i think that they're all going to really enjoy it
0: oh yeah I, I hope so <laughs> but hopefully I'll have you on I'll, pro- I'll definitely have you on again sometime you know because having you on here was great and hopefully we can talk about something again in the future because I have lots of other people that want to come on but I have lots of other pe- I have lots of people want to come back on again of course because next week to announce my next guest I'm going to be happy for next week's episode of the Loud House and the Casagrandes I'm having a returning guest coming on next week Burster MFG or Roddy and sit on Twitter is going to be coming back on another show again because, of course, he's a huge Sadati fan, and when the Blunder Party episode was announced, he told me he need to be on for the Sadati episode and, of course, I promised him he'd come on. So, next week when those episodes come out, I will be having Bursar MFG on as a guest to talk about those episodes of course with the Classic Writing episodes and the Loud House, so tune in to that. So, Ryan, is there any uh, social media you'd like to plug onto my show before we go?
1: Sure. Um, well, I'm definitely going to like, we're recording this through Discord. I definitely want to try to be more active here. But if you want to keep in contact with me, probably the best way to do so would be on Twitter. If you're not following me, which it's a good chance that a lot of you listening to this probably are. So I tweet about the Loud House and the Casa Grande is pretty much non-stop there. But my Twitter handle is GravityFurbs. You can follow me on there. And, yeah, overall, thank you so much for having me on this podcast. I can't wait for everyone to hear this. And I definitely can't wait to see the new episodes of the Loud House and Casa Grande this Friday.
0: Alright, so make sure you follow Ryan on Twitter, of course, and thank you so much for that. And as for me, if you have any questions about the podcast or want to discuss the podcast with me, you can contact me over at Clips on Twitter or at the podcast's Twitter, Chats. And we'll see you all next time on Chats.